Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. And it is a great day because Jared is finally back with us this week. Jared, how the heck are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Sorry I missed last week. There was a little bit of a family emergency uh, that actually... So I'll tell the story because it's kind of interesting. It's a great thing. So last week, I got a phone call on Thursday about my grandfather and he got rushed to the hospital and you know he's 90 he's an old man but the doctor said listen according to these numbers between his kidneys and his heart 24 hours you know if he makes it through the night you know you guys should get here so obviously like my aunt was flying in everybody got there and it was just a sad emotional day it was you know every time he said bye to someone every time we said bye it was like are we saying goodbye forever but so then throughout the weekend he he made it thank God. And and then Friday he was on uh, some medication just to make him comfortable. And then Saturday he started becoming more, a little bit more aware. And then Sunday he ended up peeing, which was a big step for him. And he had two breakfasts. He was eating. So they started taking blood tests again. And he's, he's doing really well. I'm happy to report. So he's beating Hmm. the odds. The doctors were in awe, which is always a great thing. So it's way too early to call it a miracle, but you know, he's doing really well, especially considering, I mean, like I said, literally the doctor told my dad, listen, you know, 24 hours. If it, I'll be surprised wow. if he makes it through the night. So, um, yeah. How old is your grandpa? 90. He'll be 91 oh. in February. Dang. So he's a, he's an old man. No, he's a young man. He's, he's a young man. Well, yeah. I guess <laughs> nah, it depends man. who you're asking. Well, that's great, man. That's great news. I, uh, yeah, we were all worried uh well not worried but we were you know sending you our best so yeah i appreciate that it's good news yeah so things are good dude i am just swamped with the shop in an exciting way so we're definitely opening up in like two weeks 
Um, we're, our goal date is November 20th. I'm putting it out in the universe to make sure it happens. Okay. And it's exciting. It's coming along really well. It's so nice inside. We just had a mural done and it has Audrey's coffee house on there. I told the the girl who did it, her name is Abby. And I said, listen, Abby, what I want is a combination of bachelor coffee, Rhode Island and Audrey's. And she's like, all right, cool. I think I can do that. And she made this beautiful mural with roses and an anchor for Rhode Island and a coffee mug. And of course, Audrey's displayed throughout the middle of it. And so that just got finished. And so we're kind of organizing all the tables and chairs and all the wall art around that because it's such a big mural and it's 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 cool man it's fun like it's it's definitely you know draining uh every ounce of me including my bank account but it's been worth it every step of the way this far so november 20th is look it's like abby is like a local muralist or something like that like an artist yeah abby coates is her name um but um yeah she actually so we reached out ashley's been doing a great job posting on instagram trying to just find help in any shape or you know whether it be bartenders or baristas or back of house or people to you know just helping us out in any shape so for example she posted about how we have chalkboards that are going to be hung up with the menu on them so we were looking for people who had really really nice penmanship and Ashley posted on Instagram and Abby responded and said, hi, you know, I do this, blah, blah, blah. And she said, she also does wall murals. She, she does paintings. Hmm. And we were like, Oh, we were actually thinking about doing a wall mural here anyway. So she came in and gave us her idea and we we're like, we love it. And so it was kind of worked out perfectly. And so do you pay someone like that or do you just say, Hey, thanks. I'll tag you on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, see you later. Uh, no, 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 no. I paid her. That's good. Yeah, that's good, man. Well, congratulations. Uh, I'm excited to be. Are you going to have like an opening ceremony for the uh, for the for the coffee shop? Yeah. So I'm having jets fly by right now and Tom Brady is <laughs> going to make an appearance and it should be a pretty good day. Uh, no, nice. I, I think we're going to try to do something, you know, a light, nice little ribbon cutting event, get some local press in there, do something like that. But nothing over the top. But don't you worry. I will certainly I'm going to be flying you and Kalen out to uh, hit the shit out of it. So I like how you go. I like how you go. Yeah, we're gonna have some press there, maybe a ribbon cutting ceremony, but nothing over the top. Yeah, yeah. well, I guess that, <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point, actually. Nothing crazy. <laughs> we're just gonna have hot air balloons, the circus, clowns making balloons, but nothing crazy. So, so it's kind of a big couple weeks for you then, because next weekend, I you're going to Ben's wedding, I would assume, right? Yes. Um, I just was curious because Ashley's pregnant, but she, I think, is still a ways from not being able to travel. So Ben's wedding. Yeah next weekend and then weekend after that opening audrey's and then weekend after that you got thanksgiving and then weekend after that who knows and then we're moving into a new house december 1st are you really yeah dude we bought a house so because we rented we started renting earlier this year when we first moved back to rhode island ashley wasn't pregnant we weren't sure you know what we were gonna do we wanted to build we were just trying to figure out our life especially moving across country and so we were like well let's rent an apartment right now and kind of figure it out later of course, luckily, Ashley got pregnant. I mean, lucky because we're having a child, but also not lucky that Ashley's literally been sick for six months. Still sick. I feel so bad. She was, she's throwing up again. I'm like, damn, this girl is getting crushed. Anyway, I digress. Um, so we were like, we don't want to rent anymore because even if we do build, you know, we're talking like two, most likely three years down the road. It's like, what, are we going to rent till then? So we ended up looking at homes and we found a house that we really liked. And it was reasonably priced, and we actually went in a little bit under, and they accepted our offer, which was insane in this market. Wow. So we yeah. jumped on it, and we move in December 1st. 
So what is the house like? Tell us about the house. It's nice. Uh, it's very nice. Uh, it's a house. Nice. I, anybody who asks, I'm like, oh, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a house. How it's, many, wi- it's got some how many walls. windows are in this house? Oh, I'd say a good well, 20, maybe. I don't know. If wow, I that is head. A lot of fancy. windows. A lot of natural That's light. Fancy. Fancy. That's well, good. I'm thinking about it like there's, I think there's, well, the, the thing is, some of the windows are smaller than others. Like in the bedroom, there's two small windows, but I'm counting those. So there's four like yeah. regular size windows and then like two little, two little windows. But that's four all day right there, just in the bedroom. I mean, my wow. God, I know a lot. Everybody can see in. Uh, you know, hey, listen, Ashley's throwing up every day. Nothing's happening as of right now. Um, so, gee, so you guys, you guys bought a house, bought a restaurant, having a baby. That's a lot of uh, life changing stuff. Big life events, you know. I know. I I was thinking about it earlier. I mean, granted, it's a lot, but it's all great things. Hopefully, if you know, we don't go bankrupt. Um, but um, I was thinking about it earlier this year. So, just in 2021, we moved cross country. Uh, I graduated from college. We bought a house. We're opening a restaurant, and we're having a kid. Well, the, well, yeah, the kid will be twenty twenty two, but ninety percent of the kid is in twenty twenty one. So I'll give you that yeah, one. Yeah, the kids, the kid was created in twenty twenty one. Hey, might be too personal of a question to answer, and feel free to just say no. I'm not going to answer that one. How much? Um, how much do houses cost out there? Like, how much did your guys' house cost? Um, I mean, the market's not, I would say it's definitely a lot cheaper than LA. Like if this house was in LA, I mean, it's, it's, it's over a million dollars, well over a million dollars. Um, but it was not that expensive over here. I'd say like, you can get a good, you know, um, newish 2,500 square foot home on an acre of land. I'd say probably for like, depending on the part of the state. Five six hundred thousand dollars. I'm shocked that uh, you guys went in under um, market value or whatever, and they accepted. Did you guys like read a letter or anything like that? Because so my brother just bought a house recently in Montana, and he was saying how there was like twenty bidders, but they wrote a personalized letter to the seller saying like, "Yeah, we're pregnant. We're you know first home, first time homeowners, and that's why they gave them the house, even though they weren't the highest bidder, was because they like you know felt more connected. So, did you guys do anything special to get the house, or was it just like, here's our offer? We did not. Wow, whoever sold you your brother's house, whoever owned that house and sold it to your brother, what a nice human being. He literally, he didn't take the highest offer because he just liked your brother. Isn't that weird? I, I was shocked the same way, too. Yeah, he was like, yeah, they just wanted because I guess it was like an older couple and they were selling it. It was like one of their you know many houses and they they just didn't need the extra 40 grand or whatever for the top bidder. And they were like, yeah, we want this first time homebuyer couple to live in our old house. And I, I mean, wow. I was shocked. I've never thought about like writing a letter to anyone about that, like as a renter <laughs> or anything. as a homebuyer about anything. Honestly, I hate writing. So the fact that they did that. Uh, my brother is a pretty good writer, so maybe that's why. But, um, but yeah, that's crazy. Congratulations, man! We did not so do you guys move in December. Thanks, man. I appreciate you guys it. move in December first. Is it an older house? Or are you going to do any renovations to it? No, it's a new house. I think that was another thing. So it actually was being built, and we were looking at a new construction. We found it, and it's not being done. It won't be finished until December first, which is why we won't move until then. Um, so I think that might have scared some people away too, just because mm. the timetable of like, oh, we bought it like a month, month, month ago. So I'm sure people who were looking on the market was like, well, we need to move in quicker than December 1st or 
um, you know, there was certain, there was uncertainty with it, but like I said, we were renting right now, so we're just going to break our lease. So we were like, well, we have the flexibility where if it takes longer, we're okay. And we really like the house. So, uh, so no, like it's cool because it's unfinished. We get like, Ashley gets to like pick out some like, uh, you know, cabin tree or, you know, she got to pick from like a variety of like six or seven different countertops, stuff like that. Yeah, um, that's great that you guys are going to be the first ones living in it, too. That way, you know, for a fact, it's not haunted, at least not yet. I want to share with you real quick, uh, as I was coming home today to jump on the podcast with you guys. Uh, I, so for just for reference, I'm in Los Angeles right now. Kaylin is in Las Vegas. We have uh, a lot of people in and out of our house right now because we have like our pool going in. We have a lot of uh, renovations going on downstairs as well. So people like, you know, contractors are in and out of the house. As I'm pulling into the house today to get out and start recording this podcast, I get a text from Kaylin. She goes, uh, this is like seven in a row. She goes, I think I'm going to cry or throw up. He came back. He was in the house. I smashed him with a case of bubbly. Oh, my God. Kaylin texted me all these things, just like one after another, right? And I, in my head, I'm like, okay, this is terrifying. So I call Kaylin real quick. I don't get an answer. Uh, I call our neighbor who's like just like this younger guy who I've befriended his name's Andy I call him I'm like Andy I think someone broke into our house and is attacking Kaylin right now will you please go over <laughs> and see if she's safe and he goes bro I'm so sorry like I'm out grocery shopping right now I'm not I'm not at my house and then all of it, and then as I'm talking to Andy Kaylin calls me back and I'm like are you alive are you okay like what's going on and she's like quiet and scared and like holding back tears and I'm like dude did you just get attacked a by mouse. a man in our house it was a spider. It was I a freaking it. spider. I, I but like I, I'm reading these messages and I'm like, are you are you attacked? Are you safe? Like, what is going on? It was a freaking spider. And I was like, Kaylin, you can't just text me. He came back. He's in the house. I'm gonna throw up. I hit him with a case of bubbly. And I like I was I was borderline like kind of pissed off. I'm like, you realize you gave me like a like a heart attack, you know? Um. So. Hopefully you guys get it uh, sprayed for pests. Our house is now having uh, pest control come out later today to spray for spiders. She claims it was a tarantula. I don't know if you saw a my tarantula. Uh, Instagram story. Yeah, because it's like a desert house, so the spiders out there are a little bit bigger. Um, That's I don't know if you saw my Instagram story. Like, I, I am scared of spiders. Uh, a week ago, I caught like this. This It was like a baby tarantula I caught in our house. Um, I don't know if you saw it. I put it on Instagram. And uh, she was terrified of it, and I, I, I yeeted it out. The, out the backyard over the fence and i guess it might have been the same one that came back and was seeking vengeance she said it was hiding in her shoe and she went to go put her shoe on and she felt it and so she that's when she freaked out but um anyways that's my story that was the highlight of my day i guess the the near-death experience my girlfriend almost didn't have but um jared what's uh what are we talking about today this week you know we we missed you last week um i will say as good of an episode as i I think it was if you haven't listened to that one yet go back and listen to it it just wasn't the same without you you know it's nice to it's nice to have you back it really is uh it's well thank you I, i i don't believe you for one second but i really appreciate it two things come to mind after that story one Dude, I could never live in a place where a tarantula might enter my house. Like, that's the good thing about Rhode Island. I feel like there's no tarantulas around here. Grateful for that. Secondly, if Kalen was in... I was thinking more about it when you tell me the story. If Kalen was in serious danger and someone broke into the house, if her first reaction was to text you, she needs more of a sense of urgency. 
But all right, back to the episode. We have a great guest. It's uh, Lee D'Angelo. She's been on the podcast before. She, of course, is the CEO and co-founder of Dig, which is the dog person's dating app, and Tappy, which is the cat person's dating app. Uh, so she's going to be on the podcast here very soon. We'll get to a hot topic because apparently last week I heard you didn't want to talk about Kardashians. Is that true? Well, uh, I made a point of saying last week how, the you know, we have these hot topics to talk about that are wonderful producer hana takes time to write out and 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 you know give us questions that we might want to bounce off each other with it but it's just i made a point of saying i'm just like not really interested in a lot of these things like the kardashians dating lives and um machine gun kelly and travis barker you know like i just i don't i don't feel like uh anyone wants to hear me talk about those things because i have no opinion on them whatsoever yeah, I will say, listen, I don't mind talking about this. Ashley will attest. I am that guy who like says, oh, I don't care. I don't care. But then I'll give my opinion for a good 10 minutes on the whole Pete Davidson and, and, and Kim Kardashian thing. Having right. said that, when I saw them holding hands on the roller coaster and now it sits come out, they were like at a dinner or whatever. I really don't care. I, I don't know why <laughs> I have no sense of care into this. Usually I care. Right. Ashley says she's she cares, but I, I I don't feel it as compelling. Now, granted, I wasn't really about the Travis. What's his name? Travis. Travis Barker and and uh, uh, Courtney. Courtney. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm not that. Inve- I mean, I do like Pete Davidson. I'm not going to lie. I really like Pete Davidson. But like for some reason, I'm like, yeah, I hope the date. That's cool. Whatever. I don't care. But like Ben Affleck and J-Lo come out and I'm I have like a poster <laughs> of them on my wall, you know? Right. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash blackandunlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to 
maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The Pete Davidson thing um, is interesting because I feel like every time he breaks up with someone and he is like a serial celebrity dater, right? Like he was dating Ariana Grande. Now he's allegedly dating Kim Kardashian. But between them, I, I think there was some other really famous person he was dating. And I feel like every time he breaks up with someone, the the, the person that he was dating has negative things to say about him, but he's always landing these, you know, incredible women and these incredibly successful women. Um, so I just don't know what it is. I guess it's like the, the sense of humor he's got the, the sense of torment that he's faced with on a regular basis. I don't know, but the guy, uh, the guy is, he's got something going called, on for him. What's it called when uh, somebody only wants to date celebrities? It's like a social climber. A- anybody know this phrase? Ash, you know what I'm talking a, about? A, yeah. It's a star fucker. Pretty much. Connor says clout chaser. It could be that. Yeah, it could but be that. But the thing is, he's already got, he's already got, like, he's a pretty famous guy already. But yeah, I think Kim Kardashian is the most famous person in the world, right? So. But like, so he dated Cassie David, Larry David's daughter, uh, for a couple of years. And then he dated, obviously, Ariana Grande, and they got engaged. And then he dated Kate Beckinsale, mm. who's very attractive. <laughs> and isn't she, isn't she like 60? She's older. No, she's not 60, but she's dead. There was a 20 year age difference between the two of them. So he was like probably 25. So she must have been 45. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's 48. Just looked it up. No, oh, nicely done. Very quick. Uh, and then a couple other ones. A girl from Bridgerton. I don't know, but I'm, I don't know which one that is. Kaya Gerber. Marguerite Qualley. Huh? And then uh, Phoebe. Phoebe Denver. That's the one from Bridgerton. Okay. So he dated these all girls, and now obviously he's being linked up to Kim Kardashian, one of the most famous people in the world. So is it like, is he just a, a celebrity bleeper? Like, is this who Pete Davidson is? And he's just kind of, he's like a closet celebrity bleeper because he's already a celebrity, but he just he just wants to date other celebrities. Yeah, it seems like he just likes to he's a serial celebrity fucker. That's crazy because he comes off so much different than that. You would think he'd want to date someone nobody knows anything about, right? But that's or why he's like a closet. someone like uh, someone like Elon Musk's ex-wife, like uh, Hall, uh, Hall. Is it Halsey? Halsey, right? Wasn't he? Wasn't she dating uh, Elon? 
Grimes, right. Someone like that, I feel like, would be more appropriate for Pete Davidson. Same thing, Holly Grimes. Well, I was about to say, Easton coming in the clutch, just throwing names left and right from right field. Or like, uh, who's the the younger singer that's really famous right now? Um, Oh, she's like, you know, she sings like those sad songs. Uh, What is her name? Uh, Taylor Swift? (laughs) No, no, no. Sad songs? Olivia Rodrigo? She's kind of like moody, moody singer. She's got, she's got like the tired look all the time. Tired, uh, look. moody singer. Yeah, Easton, you know who I'm talking about. Billie Eilish. Who are you talking about? Billie Eilish. That's who uh, it is. You think she's okay. going to date Pete Davidson? That's her prediction. Well, I'm just saying. I feel like that's kind of the more, more the type that Pete Davidson seems like he would want to go for. You know, like artistic, troubled kind of type. I don't Here's know. The th- here, let me let me get you into the pathology of a of a weird lanky person. Like myself. And uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. so if Pete Davidson did anything like me, we felt marginalized for a lot of our lives. So now he's at a point where he's like, he's on SNL. He's been in a bunch of movies. He's probably got a bunch of money. You know what? No, I want to date the crazy big pop star. I want to date Kim Kardashian. I want like, he's going to do all like he's doing wish fulfillment right now. This is like, he's okay. living like a 17 year old boy's fantasy because that's where he's like, I think a part of him is mentally stuck there. Uh, and, uh, he's having the time of his life and I love it. And I, I, I wish him the best. Yeah. The wish fulfillment thing, I guess that makes a lot of sense, right? Like he's finally got the capability to do the things he's always wanted to do. So he's just going to go out and do it. Like he's not going to get married to any of these people. I know he and Ariana Grande were engaged, but like they weren't going to get married. Uh, so I agree with you. He'd probably be happier with like, you know, a, a lesser known person that maybe had more, uh, depth in certain places. But, um, no, I, I don't know. I, I think that's why he's going for the Kardashians. Here's the question I have. Is that, yeah, listen, if I was him, of course. You date everybody <laughs> and anybody you can get. But how the hell is he getting all these women? That's the question. He's a good-looking guy. He's charismatic. Don't get me wrong. But to the point where you can pull all within, like, three years, Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, and Kim Kardashian, I mean... That's good work right there. It's good work. It really good is God. good work. Easton, well, Easton, while we have you here as a lanky man, fellow to uh, Pete Davidson, what what do you predict for him um, moving forward romantically? I don't This is uncharted territory. I don't know. Um, I had to come on, guys, to talk about this. Oh, okay. Please. Because Are you going to talk about Pete Davidson with us? Yeah. Um, okay. She's so like I, screaming from the I'm other room. Sorry. Okay. So I I called my sister this morning did to just talk. Did you brush your teeth yet today? Yeah. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> oh, she didn't. As she whispers into the mic, no. Yeah, I know, uh, right? If it makes you feel any better, I didn't brush my teeth this morning either. So. Oh my wow. God. Who who do I podcast with? Who do I live you with? You do that sometimes. All right. Continue You're your, your, your story. I'm having a bad day. Okay. Um, I called my sister today to talk about this very thing because Kim and. Pete had their second date last night and like we are not shocked at this at all because it makes so much sense he's so charismatic he has a nice face albeit a little bit different looking and maybe not classically (laughs) handsome my my sister said that he has height and humor and that's all a girl really needs to be wooed he has like Mm. um something very endearing about him um he seems sensitive and I guys like keep saying like, oh, it must be because he has like a big dick because like Ariana said that. And that is like 
absolutely nobody cares okay they care about the fact okay. that he is so charming as, as your married husband you, you can't say that you have to say you care <laughs> <laughs> okay i care no, Jared's no, got a husband no dick. That's please all do a poll on whether girls really care or not um okay okay cool yeah no we'll get on that Okay, so it just makes a lot of sense. I am not surprised that he's been able to reel all these girls in. I remember seeing him at the Comedy Cellar in New York City. He was 17 years old, and we were like, what in the world? We're like, this 17-year-old is so hot. He was <laughs> Because he, he was just, like, he just has it. Yeah, that's he's got, all. He's got That's swag. all. Goodbye. Okay. Actually, wait, while was we have you here, I've got a question. Hold on, Dean has a question for I've you. Got a, I've got a question for you. As an informed individual, Easton was a little too scared to tread in unknown waters. What do you think the the future of Pete Davidson's uh, romantic life entails for him? Um, I mean, he and Kim aren't getting married or anything. No, they're going to break okay. up. Yeah. <laughs> they're not okay. getting engaged. That's what Easton seems to think as well. But who do you think he's going to go long term with? Or no one at all? I think he's going to take his time. He's only... Tw- was 27? I think wait till he's 35. How how many times has Kim been married? Three. So this would be a fourth if her and Pete get married. Oh my God, get married. That's so silly. Yeah, but well, I don't know. Uh, I could see it happening. No. Oh, to, oh, so she's been married three times. But no, there's no way she could possibly get married to Pete Davidson. Oh yeah, like he's going to be the stepfather to the four kids. Why wouldn't he? He proposed to Ariana Grande. What? Like, wasn't it a super fast engagement? It was like a month or something like that. Wasn't that the story? That's not happening here. Mm. Kim has Kim has a lot of head on her shoulders. In Jared's defense, though, Kim does know how to grab a headline. So I think that that well, would be... Well, I will say there's a really funny TikTok going on about like how... Courtney had the attention for like a couple days too long. And, and Kim. Kim was like, screw that. Now, yeah. Kim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, you make a good point. Ashley, well, thank yeah. you so much for uh, imparting your wisdom on us. Thank we really you. appreciate love it. Love you. Okay, I'm going to go bye. brush my teeth now. Yay. That's nice. I wish I could do that, but I don't have time because coming up, we have Lee D'Angelo, who we've had on the podcast before, the creator of Dig and the creator of the new cat dating app, Tabby. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners 
say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes. And we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, As Dean teased before the break, and Ashley, I'm happy to report, is currently brushing her teeth. More importantly, we have our very special guest, who is the CEO and co-founder of not only Dig, the dog person dating app, but Tabby, the cat person dating app. It is Lee D'Angelo. Lee, thank you so much for joining us once again. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you guys so much. So how have things been going on Dig? And now you've started a brand new, obviously it's been going well, because if you have a dog app and now you just created a cat app, I'm assuming things are going well. Yes. Yeah. That assumption is correct. Yeah. Things have been pretty amazing. Uh, We launched Tabby kind of a beta version last year. Uh, and we just went kind of officially national because Tabby just aired on Shark Tank last week. Yay! Congratulations! Yeah, you got a deal for for the listeners. I love I love Shark Tank. Yeah, it's one do of my you? favorite shows. Yeah, Kayla and, uh, and I watch it all the time. Um, I haven't been keep, keeping up with the new seasons though, but it looks like you got a deal three hundred thousand in exchange for thirty percent of Tabby, right? So I want to know what alert. the experience on what. Go- Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we can share that. That's okay. That's okay. Breaking news on Help I Suck at Dating. I want to know what the experience was like going on Shark Tank. Were you nervous? Um, what was it like standing up in front of all the sharks? I just, just tell us everything. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about this because from y'all's point of view, being on reality TV and for most of us going on Shark Tank, that's not our experience at all. Uh, you know, we've got to have a really interesting perspective. But for me, my background is in media and TV. I was a TV news reporter. Uh, You know, I've pitched my company many times before. And this was 
nothing like either of those. And so I truly have no idea how people make it on this show without having media training because the basics, Hmm. you know, like don't look at this camera as the boom camera is going by you, but do look at this one as often as you can. And after you may or may not make a deal, when you walk out, you can't look at this camera, but we want you to smile at that one. And you're supposed to remember that after you just pitched your you know, your business baby to mass celebrity investors who could really change your life. Uh, And, but I mean, the entire process was insane. I don't think you guys know this, but the reason we were on Shark Tank is because Katie Thurston, uh, the previous bachelorette posted about Mm -hmm. us on her stories and she had just been kicked off. Um, Matt season. And she has this awesome cat, Tommy, that she posts photos with all the time. And so our social team just kind of added her and said, don't worry, you know, you're going to find your next guy on Tabby. This is before we knew she was going to be the bachelorette. And she reposted it was so excited that, you know, we're a small business and we're sister, you know, co-founders. And then of course, ABC producers were watching everything she posted and they reached out to us and they said, Hey, If Katie likes it, we like you. Why don't you guys come on and apply? And that was last February. Wow. Well, that's that's kind of a cool like uh, Genesis story. Yeah, full circle moment. And then so so they reached out to you in February or July, you said, right? And then so what was the process? Or February, right, right. And then so you submit the application, they get you on there. Um how nervous were you walking out there though? Was it terrifying? I just like who who was on the panel? It was obviously Kevin. Uh, was like Mark there and then Lori and like who else? Yeah. Well, first of all, just submitting an application and getting on that process was from February to July. So just because the producers okay. reached out to us, we didn't get special consideration because there's a different producer for every step of the way. So if anyone's looking mm-hmm. to apply to Shark Tank, you know, you can go the traditional route. You can hope that a producer reaches out to you. Either one's going to put you in the same kind of lineup. Then you have to go through and do because, um, of COVID and everything, a million different Zoom interviews with different producers. Our team is across the country. So the three of us who you saw on Shark Tank all um, worked together and tried to Zoom at the same time doing our pitch, which, you know, can be hard trying to follow scripts on that and uh, keep your energy up. And it took a long time. You also have to do full due diligence. Um, you know, they don't just take a company and hope that it's a real company. You, you actually mm-hmm. have to show that you're a real company first. Um, and then, you know, they ask you questions that you could be totally honest and give the total wrong answer. Like what sharks are you hoping to pitch in front of. And they have so many rotating. If you Mm. kind of say one that they don't plan on having, they might not pick you. I mean, there's a million reasons they might not pick you right now. Luckily, we really wanted either Mark Cuban or Kevin O'Leary because Mark had invested in dating apps before and Kevin had invested in cat apps before. And kind of unknowingly, this is something I should have done research on, but they are two of the three who are always on. So by giving that answer, we gave ourselves kind of a boost, which I didn't realize. So I don't know, sneak, you know, or hidden uh, message inside there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, so the first time the first time you meet the sharks are is on camera. There's nothing beforehand, right? Right. The only reason I saw Mark Cuban before is because he used the bathroom right before me. (laughs) We weren't supposed to say anything, but uh, I was 20 weeks pregnant on the show. And so they suddenly we thought we were going back to our trailer and they're like, actually, you're going to go pitch right now. And I was like, 
there is something very important I have to do. <laughs> you do yeah. not. <laughs> Went to this like backstage little bathroom and I was like, oh, hi, looking up at him, like not allowed to say anything like, see you soon. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be nice to us. Yeah. Um, so the other two sharks were Robert Hershevik, who is one of the um, original. He was on Dragon's Den. Um, yeah. And he kind of rotates through a lot. But the guest shark was Nirav Tolia. And he is the um, CEO or the co-founder of Nextdoor. And so we right. were so excited to hear about that because, I mean, think about how you use Nextdoor. How I use Nextdoor is when my neighbors mm-hmm. lose their pet, right? Like that's right. the number one I think about. Um, so we, we thought it was just all going to be a really good match. Uh, uh, Robert Hershevik owns a cybersecurity company, um, which is a massive consideration for dating apps. And so we just... And he's a big pet person too, Robert. Yeah. And just so nice. Uh, yeah, he's he's one of my favorites as well. He seems like a really nice guy. So that's what threw me off the most. Uh, I was what? expecting for sure, like nice guy over here. You know, Lori's a huge cat person um, and she works with, you know, products and we have a ton of um, B2B, uh, you know, deals and stuff on our platform. So I thought she might be interested. You know, Kevin, uh, Mr. Wonderful is a cat, you know, business guy. He's not actually a cat person. He just says he likes, you'll hear it on the show. He says he likes cat flow, cash flow, right? So, mm. This thing. Um, <laughs> makes sense. Sounds right. Sounds near off would bill. have been a great match for us because of all the next door stuff. And then Mark Cuban, we knew would be a really hard pitch because um, he's invested in dating apps that haven't gone that well. And so we knew mm. it'd be great if he came on, he'd have a, like so much knowledge that would help us. But at the same time, uh, knew that would be a tough one. So I get out there and I'm like, oh, I'm going to play to the Mr. Nice Guy. I'm like, he kind of ripped us to shreds. How? <laughs> Just, you know, it, none of it made it to air. So I can't give any like specific details, but mm. like, I think I was just picturing him to be like overly nice. And when he wasn't, I was like, wait, <laughs> my whole game plan's thrown off. Uh, you set the bar way up here. And yeah. he was just like a regular business person. Yeah. You're like, wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> this hurts, Robert. I and this hurts. is Robert, right? Yeah. 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 So, nice. um, yeah. no, I, I mean, dating app world is so hard uh, for. Mm-hmm someone who understands, you know, cybersecurity and data protection, if that's your number one concern, which it's always been ours as well, it's a tough conversation. I mean, people are really vulnerable when you go on dating apps. You know that you're trying to put yourself out there. The things that you do to protect yourself elsewhere on the internet, even a smart internet savvy, you know, regular person on dating apps, you don't realize you let your guard down so much because you're going in there with such hope of finding love that you fall victim to scammers at a much higher rate. Even when you mm-hmm. look at these scams and you're like, really, this guy was offering you a gift card that if you went on a date with him, he would repay you. And but like, like, it seems so obvious, but when you're on there, you're just in a different mindset. And so I, um, uh, I almost once fell for uh, winning a, uh, cruise ship vacation. Oh. I got a phone call. I know I was in the grocery store. This was like four years ago and I got a phone call and I was like, I'm going to play this out until they ask for any type of money or credit card information. And then finally it came around just, well, we need to put a credit card on file. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. And like, no, we can't, you can't win the tickets without a credit card on file. And I was like, okay, bye-bye. It was very disappointing. Mm-hmm. But you know, what's funny. Those Wait. Facebook quizzes, those apparently are some ways to, those are scams too. Like I see my mom do that all the time on Facebook where it's like, oh, like what's your soul 
you know, animal or your your spirit animal. And it's like, oh, I was a giraffe. haha. But I'm like, mom, they ask you all these questions like your birthday, your 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 school, like what school mm. you went to. And it's all questions that are like kind of security questions to garner more information about you. My mom, she doesn't know. We're getting a little off topic here. All right, back, Lee, back to back to Shark Tank. I got more questions about Shark Tank. Okay, <laughs> but that's actually an important uh, lesson, Jared. I, I agree with what you're saying. If you're listening Spreading to this podcast, don't do the don't do those quizzes because you could end up giving up some uh, some pertinent information. All right, Lee. So I've got a question for Tabby. So how has how has life changed for you guys since <laughs> oh. since recording the show and then since the show's aired? Because I'm sure it probably was like a two step thing, right? Yeah, we recorded um, back in the middle of July and it just aired last week. And so, first of all, having to keep that secret, I don't know how you guys did that when you went on <laughs> yeah. your shows. Like, yeah, we didn't really keep secrets. It was like, oh, I just hope it doesn't get out. Really? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, just... I told all my friends, but I never like shared anything publicly. You know, I think that's just kind of the the yeah. general rule of thumb, at least for for Bachelorette contestants. But all right, so you filmed in July. Were you under a strict like, hey, if you oh say anything, we're going to sue your ass? So not just in general. We were under like, because it was ABC, Sony, Shark Tank, Disney, <clears throat> and then each of the investors' lawyers basically CC'd on all of our communications. When you get there, they sit you down and basically remind you that if you tell anyone anything at all, you're disqualified. Like it was a mm -hmm. constant, constant. Because the, the main point of the show is like finding out if you get the deal. So the, the biggest worry was, okay, maybe someone finds out you're going to be on the show. But if they find out about the deal, like we're going to pull you. Like that takes away the whole reasoning. And so to sit on this information, like we didn't even know if we could tell our own investors, right? That we actually struck a deal with um, Mr. Wonderful. Uh, so yeah, that was wild. And I then to have it air, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, I remember back the first guy who won Survivor, his name was Richard Hatch. And this was like pre-internet, not pre-internet, but you know, pre-social media. And he... It was a surprise. Like no one knew if he won the million dollars. That's why everybody was watching Survivor to see who was the final person. But he lived in Rhode Island and he bought like a $600,000 house before it aired. And so people were like, he obviously won the million dollars because he just bought a huge house. That's so that it was spoiled for like local <laughs> Rhode Islanders. Anyway, back to you, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything like that. Um, but no, no, you're right. Since it aired the amount of press we've gotten the uh you know shark tank watchers on their own friday was obviously a big day but most people are watching on hulu now and so it's just mm. kind of like a constant uptick of when people are binging the show mm -hmm. um we had the east coast airing and then the west coast airing and you know last time i talked to you guys it was all dogs right like it's mm -hmm. i've been dog since day one, I have a dog to be like the face of cat people now is wild. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. about that. <laughs> I love like, it because it's all about love and animals. And I'm a, more than a million percent for that. But it just cracks me up that I've spent years building up dig to then, you know, be the cat person. <laughs> so Well, there's this stigma about you don't want like a lot of girls, right? They're like, we don't want to be the cat lady who's you know, by herself in her home with nine cats. It's worse for guys. Uh, there have been studies out there, which is literally why we launched this last year. Um, there was a study that came out 
um, from the University of Colorado, the Veterinary Institute, that said guys with cats in their profile photos on dating apps performed worse and were seen as more neurotic and less masculine. And so they often hide the fact that they have a cat, which surprised the study um, people because they thought if you had any animal, you would be, you know, seen as a good match. But cats mm -hmm. actually made people perform worse on general dating apps. And Weird. so from day one, we said, okay, these guys need to have their own space. You know, I never thought I'd be like the leader of the guys who have cats, you know, let's get them uh, promoted and find yeah, we gotta, we gotta find a wife or husband for these guys with yeah, cats over these, here. All these poor men. <laughs> um, but it's, at the it's same funny time, where life takes you. Yeah, the women can't find them, right? If you're hiding right. what it is and what it matters to you. Um, and it, it affects so much of your life, you know, that this has been my pitch from day one for both apps. You've got animals in your home. Both of them are most likely sleeping in your bed. So if you're talking about long-term relationships, it's kind of a big deal, pretty, you know, possibly pretty soon. Mm -hmm. uh, it's how you spend your money. It's how you spend your time. You know, the type of dog you have, um, if it, you know, not all the dogs, you know, travel as well as yours, Dean, um, you know, but it affects your travel life. Uh, mm -hmm. It affects how clean you keep your house, all sorts of different aspects that normally you wouldn't have those conversations in dating apps. But, you know, oh, <laughs> Nice. I hair. had to bring Lois. We were talking Yay. about dogs. This is mine. Yeah. There you go. She was laying right there. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Since the show's aired, have you seen a lot of new profiles being made for Tabby? Yes. It's amazing. It's the best yeah. thing that could have happened to us for sure. Like, uh, is it like, is it like a crazy spike too? Like, you just like, yeah, like, don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what a crazy thing, right? To go on Shark Tank and even like, it, that's kind of the thing too about Shark Tank. Even if you don't get the deal for, you know, a certain amount of money or whatever it is, you still get so much exposure if you get aired. Like it's it's like kind of like a win win in that regard. I imagine. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And they told us from the start, you're only airing um, if you don't get a deal because they have to show some of those. Um, mm -hmm. If you turn down a deal, which is like super dramatic. Right. Right. Um, or uh, if you close a deal and actually work with the shark to actually close the investment, because so many people were going on and uh, just wanting the exposure, turning around mm -hmm. and then saying, never mind, we don't want to give up some of our company. And so uh, they tell you that when you're applying, like, don't, you know, we're going to weed out the people who aren't really trying to make a business deal here because it's such incredible exposure. What yeah. was there a number that you were going to be willing to turn down an offer at? Not really. <laughs> well, this is all in the after. They've already. I'm assuming everything's already signed and transferred and ready to go. So, like, if they offered you like, uh, like ten grand, you would have taken it. So here's the thing, and this was a business decision from the very start. Um, we have Dig, the dog person's dating mm -hmm. app. We have Dig Dates Inc., which is the corporation. And then we've got Dig LLC, which is where all our Dig fun stuff actually lives, and Tabby LLC. And when we pitched Tabby, Tabby was extraordinarily new, um, less than a year old, but also going through major issues. If you watch the episode, when I pitched, uh, we had just been dropped by our development team. We had no app hmm. and no users on the wow. days around Shark Tank. Of course, I called the producers and they're like, this is TV gold, right? So yeah. knew, we knew they'd like it. But I was basically pitching a roadmap 
I said, we've got this other app that's doing extraordinarily well. I'm mm-hmm. not going to give you details on it because that's not what we're talking about here, which, you know, difficult mm-hmm. to sell anyway. But here's our team. Uh, here's what we've done in the past. Here's uh, why our tech is going to be different. You know, I, I already have new developers working on it. We've got an app uh, already under review at the App Store, but we could start with zero. And I said, there's a, you know, there's a huge chance we start with zero users while you're um, investing. Uh, I believe in it and here's why. And we needed to find someone who believed in it with us. And so we weren't about to go in there and be like, no, you, you know, we demand a certain amount. We, you know, we know we, we needed their partnership just as much yeah. as yeah. cash. Well, and also what's good for Tabby is good for Dig, I imagine too, right? So like, even if they're only getting a piece of Tabby, I'm sure Dig is still going to see a bit of an uptick as well. So I got to yeah. know, Lee, before we let you go. What is the next animal app going to be? Oh my God, we get this question all the time. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I think hmm. horse people. Okay. Oh, uh, I can see that. Equestrians. Yeah, it, it, when you think about lifestyle, you know, the, the horse lifestyle, if you're really talking about money and you're talking about time or like smells, right? Like horse people have to find each other. And it's different than like, farmers only like there's a whole other section of like horse people i don't think it's a massive market but i think people would really appreciate it smells you know like horse stables like manure yeah yeah Yeah. all right you know lifestyle stuff do people who ride horses smell like that constantly probably I'm i'm gonna go with most often yes interesting Maybe not like the stable, but they definitely probably have a different smell than like someone that's not around horses all the time. I, I think that's fair. Yeah. More that's often smelling like horses than you're not horse people. I would There's say. something right. about horses, too. If you have if you have a horse. I don't know. There's something very attractive about that. I agree with that. Yeah. You're going to find a lot of people who want to date horse people, right? Yeah. So, really? Oh, yeah. Um, and then the other one we get, um, which I love and I grew up with a bird You know, bird people mm-hmm. are really cool to me, too. So. Yeah, I, what about I think reptiles. Uh, yeah, like a like a chameleon, chameleon one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I gotta say that it hasn't come to me yet. <laughs> well, I feel like so many people like you know how like uh, it's like oh I have a pet snake or I have a pet. Uh, yeah, but I think I think the biggest thing uh, that Lee's made a point of is like some of these pets are like uh, drastically changing how we as humans live our lives, right? Reptiles, I feel like, are pretty uh, independent, so you could like travel for a couple days. You're not going to sleep with it in your bed. It's not going to make you smell any different. But I agree. Like there's still probably like certain characteristics that overlap. If you're if you're a fan of having a snake in your house, right? There's going to be a little bit of a at least common grounds for a lot of that stuff. I don't know. Are you guys coming in to, to launch these other yeah. apps with me? Yeah, yeah you, you just need, let uh, us know. If you need any more um, uh, celebrity star power behind the apps? You know, we don't have much to offer in terms of uh, yeah. financing or business knowledge, but. Uh, we can post about it on our Instagrams, I guess. Yeah, if you need well, some celebrity that. star power, we'll try to reach out to some people. <laughs> yeah. You at least know some people. Much. Yeah. <laughs> the last thing, you, the last thing you need is our help. It sounds like you got it all figured out already. But uh, Lee, thank you we'll so much for joining us. For the listeners out there, you've already downloaded Dig, obviously, because last time we had Lee on the podcast, you went out and did that. But now you can go out and download. Tabby's ready to download, right? Oh yeah. Nice, and you can get it in the App Store. I'm sure whether you're on uh, iPhone or Android, whatever it is. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. We're, we're so excited. Where else can we, uh, I guess, follow along with your journey? Uh, Dig Dates on Instagram and Tabby Dates on Instagram for sure. But uh, yeah, both apps uh, have a free version on the App Store and Google Play. And then we've got a free trial right now if you want to upgrade to VIP for a few days for each of them too. So definitely check us out. So exciting. Thank you so much for joining us and congratulations. Thank Thanks, you, Lee.
At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome back, everybody, to Help I Suck at Dating. Thanks for joining us, Lee. It sounds like something's going on in Jared's uh, studio oh, over there. What's going it's on? It's amazing. It's like Frankenstein busting down the door. Ashley just constantly comes into the room when I'm recording. I mean, it's always good content, though. Ashley, you have something you want to clarify, apparently? Here she comes off the bed. Here she is to wreck the day. 
I thought I could just come back and clarify the penis comments. I'm oh, obviously not. <laughs> I'm obviously not very much of an expert in this. But oh, okay. Let's settle down here. I'm saying I haven't need seen talk... many, Jared. I know. I don't need this okay. visualization. Okay. Well, what I meant to say was no girl cares as long as it's average and beyond. Oh, you know? okay. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that, like, guys, you know, when, like, Dean and I were, were in high school and yeah, we were, yeah, like... Yeah. You know, it's a measuring contest. You're that's saying so it didn't matter. No, that's what I mean. I was watching this uh, TikTok the other day, and sometimes on TikTok I'll read the comments during like a boring section. And this person made a really good point. They say that girls, uh, for some reason, are always looking for a hot guy with a big penis. And if you think about it from like a like a family standpoint, it's like, why do you care about your kid's dad having a big penis? It's just like it doesn't make any sense, you know. So just because you're I don't know. It's just like something like food for thought. If you think about it, like penis size probably doesn't really matter. I think it's more of a guy thing, right? I think guys care more about comparing, thinking Uh, that it makes a huge difference. But then again, you know, I would also say as much as like, you know, obviously Dean and I are straight males. I'm sure we, we like boobs, but I think girls make a bigger deal about boob size. Similar to guys probably make a bigger deal about penis size. It's probably true. Yeah, right. We care much more about the booty. I mean, you do. You don't. Yeah, you don't care about boobies. I mean, I mean, care not a, little bit. a little bit, but as long as they're, you know, something. But why do we care whether the butt is big or not? You know, it's just like a butt's a butt. Butts are butts could be nice. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with Dean, but at the same time, I don't know. Maybe it's just like a visual thing. No, no, it's also a nice grabby thing. I guess. I guess um, the point. The point that bad. I was we trying to make. <laughs> the point that I was trying to make was. Whether your uh, wife has a big butt or small butt or big boobs or small boobs or your husband has a big penis or a small penis, none of those attributes are going to make them a better or worse parent. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's or, like, or, or, or spouse. Yeah. So at partner, the end of the exactly, day, right. it doesn't really matter if they have those physical no. attributes. And everybody finds any like beauty. I truly believe beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like some people just like different things and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jared and uh, Ashley apparently like small penises, which is great for you, Jared. Yeah, no, it worked out well for me. Average and above is what I said. You're not helping my case, Ashley. Oh, Jesus Christ! I, I, you know, know, I'm I'm confident with who I am. I'm confident. You should be. Okay, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Hold on, hold on. One thing though, I will say because we talked about guys make a bigger deal about their own size because it comes from a place of insecurity. But then I see what was it? What was the show? A couple months ago where everybody was talking about that one scene, the guy in the shower, he turned around and had a giant penis. Oh, it was like you're sex talking life about, uh, or basketball. something like that. What? No, not basketball. Yeah. Remember they were like taking the shower and he turns around and it's like a it's like it's like a third leg essentially. It's like sex life. Stuff. That's what yeah, that was but I'm talking about the, the new Netflix show that just came out like uh a, a month yeah, ago. Yeah, she just said it was called yeah. Sex Life. It's called yeah. Sex Life. Oh, I've seen it. So anyway, I saw everybody post about this. Amy actually had wanted us to watch it. And so I watched a little bit of it. But then I saw on everybody's social media, it was like sex life episode three or whatever. It's just because it's entertaining in. and no, it's no, rare. It, literally, I saw, you know who I saw? Olivia Caridi in a post about this because uh, I saw it wasn't just her, but I remember seeing hers where she was like, she was like, I just watched this scene and I'm speechless or something like that. I was like, I got to see what the hell this is. And so, of course, I fast forward to that one you particular did. part. Of course I, I did. I definitely wasn't home this week. No, I will. Because, again, <laughs> we were going to uh, our producer was like, hey, can you watch this show? And so we'll talk about it on the podcast. And so I started watching. But, of course, 
I can't really get into TV shows. Plus, it was like too dramatic for me. But then I was like, I got to see this one part that legitimately everybody is talking about. And of course, I fast forward it. And it's a shower scene of a guy and he turns around and his penis is, I'm not joking, not erect. It's probably 14 inches long. So what? it's like Mark Wahlberg it and, and Mark Wahlberg and um, I don't think Mark Wahlberg Boogie has Nights. F- oh, about how like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And how did that? How did the penis play into the storyline of the show? Was that like a integral part? I don't part? think anything. I, oh. I mean, I, I I watched it without context. So. And was it a, was it a real penis, or do you think it was a prosthetic, or what? Totally prosthetic. I I bet it was real. I mean, you think about it, like, uh, you know, I, I've I have seen I have seen porn, and I'm sure Dean has, and I'm sure Ashley has, and you see guys in there and that are like ginormous it's like you you can probably do something or take something so i should probably go watch this clip no no why would you i'm gonna watch after this because then you're not going to be okay with average jared no i will be (laughs) you're like that's out there that looks like it hurts oh god we're getting uh, well hey it's a dating podcast this is the things that we got to talk about we've talked about it before boyfriend penis man boyfriend penis is an important thing and his husband oh how cute all right, we have an email we should probably get to and stop talking about this stuff. Stop talking about Jared's average penis. Let's get oh, to emails. God. Oh, um, God. We definitely have lost listeners. We have no, Easton on board with us, I think. And we have an email from Carla. Easton, if you're there and you're listening to this, will you read that email for us, please? With pleasure, with pleasure. Uh, this is with Car- average size pleasure. Yes. Yeah, I was uh, yeah, I was like, interesting word choice there, Easton. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's not it's not the size. It's how you use it, right? That's what, it, that's what they say. Uh, but um, Carla says, uh, I just <laughs> I, this is actually somewhat related. Uh, I decided to finally get a boob job. My boobs have always been a huge insecurity of mine, and I finally saved up enough money to get them done. I asked my boyfriend if he could take some time off work to help me with the recovery process, and he suddenly uh-huh. started an argument about it. He went on and on about you're perfect just the way you are. Why would you waste money on that? My question is. Why are men like this? My boyfriend's mm-hmm. celebrity crush literally has fake boobs, Botox, filler, and who knows what other procedures. Why will men follow Instagram models or crush on women who have all these things done, but then turn and tell their partners, don't do that. I like naturalness. Hmm. Well, listen, uh, I yeah, have, let it. me go first, just because I have a thought about this. She says, Carla says that I, as in Carla, Finally saved up enough money to get them done. Why is your boyfriend so upset where you spent the money on something that you feel insecure about that you probably feel a lot more confident about? He should just relax, uh, enjoy the fact that his his girlfriend now has, you know, uh, something that I'm sure he can enjoy as well. (laughs) Uh, and Carla, it was an insecurity of yours. And if you felt self-conscious about it, then you should absolutely, if you wanted to get your boob job done, get it done. I'll, how about this, Carla? Also, you should follow Claire, Claire Crawley, because Claire talked about this very open and honestly over the past few weeks. She had a boob job and then she just got them removed. Now, I don't know the context of why she got them removed, but I know that she was very open and honest and talking about it. So I would... Go to her page because uh, she uh, she uh, might have some words of wisdom on there. Yeah, this is a this is a tricky one because it, there's definitely two sides to it, and I th- I can see either side uh, being the case. I agree with Jared that it's your money; you spend it how you want. If it's something you're insecure about, go ahead and and take care of it. 
But then I could also like if Kaylin came to me and she was like, you know, I want to get a boob job. I'm going to go tomorrow and get it done. I would be the same way as your boyfriend. I would be like, like, I don't think you need it. Um, you're perfect just the way you are. It, it, like, I don't know. I, like, I would I would also be in the camp of not wanting Kaylin to get one. But I fully understand wanting to get one for your own, you know, confidence purposes, whatever. It, I think really what it boils down to is it's a shame that in today's day and age, people getting boob jobs is going to boost their confidence. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's really, it's like a systemic thing at the end of the day, but um, I, I, I guess I'm not really giving much good advice here because I see both sides of it. But Easton, what is your take on it? Uh, you know, the thing, men are so stupid. Uh, the thing I always think about is like, whenever I second that there's a lot of guys that are like, I love it when my girl doesn't wear any makeup, man. I love the realness. And it's like, I guarantee every dude that says that their version of no makeup, there's still quite a bit of makeup. Like, yeah, you know, it, like it's, it's, it's more subtle and it's, it's less, but there's still makeup there. Uh, so, but the more important thing is that this is something she wants to do. This is something that's going to give her confidence. And he can tell her like, I don't think you need it, but if this is something you really want to do, then, then you should do it because it's ultimately like, like, I mean, you guys both said it, it's, it's her body. It's what she wants to do. Um, and well, let's all, let's all put ourselves in the scenario, right? Let's say your one, both of your wives came to you and they said, Hey, I'm thinking about going to get this procedure done. What do you think? What would you do? I would say, I love you the way you are, but if it's going to make you feel better, then totally go for it. Yes. I, I would, I, I've said this, I'll say the same thing. Uh, my, my wife gets like, you know, she gets like filler and stuff like that all the time. And I, and I help pay for it and I, you know, and I'm, I'm down to like, I, I think she looks great and whatever she wants to do. I think, um, she's not going to intentionally make herself ugly. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm, she, yeah. she, my, my wife, uh, is a very beautiful person and, um, she likes being beautiful. So I don't think that she's going to like intentionally do something to make her less than that. Uh, yeah. you know, she's not going to like turned into Joan Rivers or something. It's some like crazy, like Jokerified face. Uh, that's just not going to happen. So, um, I trust whatever she wants to do, uh, is something she wants to do. Uh, and, yeah. and also it's her body. And I just keep thinking about that, you know? So, I mean, I agree. That's kind of why it's just touchy, uh, thing for us to talk about because like, who are we to talk about yeah. a, a woman getting a breast, uh, implant? Um, I've got to say though, from, uh, from a perspective of a guy, which, is you know it's obviously you're not getting a boob job for the guys you're getting it for yourself and all that kind of stuff if that's what you're doing that is i think the right way to go about it if you're getting a boob job because you think guys will find you more attractive or whatever i think that's the wrong reason because as someone that has uh experienced both natural and uh fake boobs i would say i would take natural nine out of ten times so like yeah fake boobs are great and they might look great but at the end of the day, I think like whether you have big boobs or small boobs, naturally, I think you'd I would almost nine times out of ten prefer that over fake boobs. And I feel weird talking about this, but that's uh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like like I said, if Kaylin, I'm kind of in a different boat than you guys. Like you guys both said, you'd be supportive of your partners getting a boob job. I would try to talk Kaylin out of it because it just seems like like Claire's explant surgery. You know, like it can cause health complications. On top of that, like. Well, I think fake boobs, yeah, it doesn't, like, don't you feel like get a leak? That's bad. That's really bad. It can cause, like, an infection. Is that not a thing? Well, I mean, I, it's definitely a thing. I don't know if it's common, though. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. I feel like I've heard that before where, like, it can cause, like, it can be bad, 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 bad. 
But anyway, that's all stuff that you need to talk to your doctor about, see what's best. But I agree with Dean. If you want to do it for yourself, then I think it's something that you should, you know, hey, yeah, go for it. But yeah, don't do it because you're insecure and you think that, you know, people are going to find you more attractive. If you, also, you know, you want it, then you go get them. Also, maybe treat it like a, <laughs> treat it like a tattoo. You know, uh, you've got the money for it now. Maybe sit on it for a year. And then if in a year from now you still want to get it done, then you should obviously go about and do it. I think that's kind of is, a good rule of thumb for those. Is that how you got, is that how you did your tattoos? You sat on it for a year? Um, I, at, at the beginning, yeah, I would keep an idea with me for a while. And <laughs> if I still had that idea a year, a year later, I would get it. Obviously that, uh, that rule has since vanished because I will just show up at a tattoo parlor and get the funniest thing that I could see on the wall. Um, I will say though, bag of rats, I got a bag of rats on my leg and that was the one that I was like, Caitlin, I want to get bag of rats tattooed on me. And she was like, Dean, that's the dumbest thing you could possibly do. And then a year and a half later, I was still thinking about bag of rats and I was like, I got to get it. So I went out and now got you got to do it. Well, I've got, I have it, I, but I waited. I took my time. I made sure that it was something that I wanted. It was less spur of the moment than a lot of the other tattoos that I have. Oh, okay. That's uh, I think enough of three uh, white guys talking about women getting breast surgery. So hey. maybe we do we do we want to answer this last email? Do we have time for it? I think we should save it for next week. Do you have a tattoo you regret, Dean? Really quick. Uh, um, you know, I not anymore. But there were times where I would get a tattoo and regretted it. But now that I have so many like stupid and meaningless tattoos, I don't regret the ones that I used to regret. You know what I mean? Also, I've gotten some things wrong. Um, like on my on my forearm here, I've got a note that my mother wrote to me uh, before she passed, and Aww. it's uh it's facing the wrong direction. He he like started doing the tattoo, or no, he like put the stencil on, and I was like, "Yep, that's perfect." And he started doing oh, it, man. and like uh, two lines down, I was like, "Wait a second, no, it's facing <laughs> the wrong direction." <laughs> and I always felt like such an idiot, but whatever, it is what it is. Um, but no, I don't think I regret any of them. Do you regret any years? Uh, no, no, I don't. Uh, my wife's getting her tattoos removed, right? Oh. Like she's in the process of it right now. And, uh, it's, um, it seems painful as hell, but I don't regret mine. Yeah. Mine yeah, look no badass shit. and I, uh, and I'm keeping mine for the grave. <laughs> mine are awesome. Hers yeah. suck. <laughs> Why is she getting them removed? She just doesn't want them anymore. She, she just doesn't want them anymore. Uh, you know, that she got them at a time of her life that, um, they had a different meaning and now, uh, she would like to wear, yeah. um, like one of them's on her ankle and she's like, I like to wear a skirt to work and not have to like mm. explain this thing. Uh, yeah. So, um, she's getting them removed and it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's a cosmetic procedure that she wants to do and I fully support it. Hey, uh, listen, uh, I'm not going to lie. I like immediately have to go to the bathroom. So do, do you want to <laughs> just like take it from here and close this out? Cause like yeah, I, me, I've been trying to, I have to go right now. Like there's no, yeah, stopping you, go to the, you go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. Me and okay, love you talk about tattoos for a couple more minutes. Yeah. Uh, do what you want to just take us out of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well you just go to the bathroom. I'll take care of the rest. Don't you worry about it. Okay. I love you guys so much. Thank you. Like it hurts. <laughs> yeah. Go to the bathroom. Okay. I'll take care okay. of this. Don't worry. Bye guys. Love you. Um, Easton, aren't you said you were gonna get like one or two more tattoos right before, and uh, then you're gonna call it? Yeah, we, we were talking about it the other day. There's there's something I, I might get, but I don't know. Probably, maybe I'm not. As you can tell, I'm not very passionate about it, but we'll see. Yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of how I am too. I uh, yeah. I want to get more or less like random doodles on my leg. I'm gonna get there's this uh, this drawing of Snoopy like pointing and laughing, uh, and I was gonna get it like on my on the inside of my leg, and he's like pointing. Funny enough, top it's very prevalent for this podcast. He's going to be pointing up towards my crotch region 
Um, so like he's like laughing at my average size penis. I guess that was kind of the joke there. I think that's the next one I was going to get. I just haven't made the appointment for it yet. Um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, thanks. Well, the nice thing about my tattoos uh, is that I feel like for yours, you have to like find an artist and get him to like, you know, set aside eight hours mm -hmm. uh, because you get some like pretty good, like big pieces and mine are always just really small and stupid. So I could just walk into any part tattoo parlor and they're like, yeah, we can do that. I will say really quick. I, uh, in, it was uh, 10 years ago on Halloween, Halloween, uh, 2011, I went to a shop with my buddy and they were doing the like $31 for a tattoo, yeah. like off of a flash sheet. And, uh, I, I did that and I was like, Oh my God, this is like, I can't believe I'm just seeing this for the first time minutes before it's going on my body forever. This is so insane. It's been 10 years. I still really like it. I like it a lot. Which <laughs> one is that? It's, um, it's this like, it's on my upper thigh. It's like a woman with like spider legs coming out of her head. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I like that one. That one's badass. Yeah. It's cool. It came off a sheet and who knows how many other people have the same one from that, from that day. But, uh, and it was only $31, huh? only $31, a bargain, baby. I loved it. That's incredible. It's always good to get a bargain for something that's going to be on the body, on your body for the rest of your life. Right? That's the way I looked at it. But uh, anyway, this has been Tattoo Talk with uh, Easton Dean. And maybe next week we'll tattoo a little bit less. Maybe we will. I like that. All right. See you later. <laughs> Follow Help by Suck It Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.